When you pray, your brain goes into the highest state of intellectual functioning. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part two of an interview held by Dr. Caroline Leaf with Priscilla Shire about how prayer affects the brain and how powerful it is. Here's the interview. Well, you've said some incredible things there, and one of the things you said that's very powerful is if we don't do the hard work, if we don't choose to actually step into the promised land. So using the Christianese, stepping into the promised land in life, we're going to have to choose to realize that we have ability to, we have the ability to access the power of Mm -hmm. God, step Mm -hmm. into that that love zone, step into that, that the promises that God has placed within, yeah. within, within the atmosphere that we live in, we're immersed in God, yeah. that we have to do the work. And I think that's one of the biggest problems is there's such a, a, a mindset in the church of people wanting you to pray for them or someone else to pray for them. And then I always talk, Priscilla, about, I was t- telling you this earlier on about pass the buck prayer. Yeah. And I've been teaching a lot on that lately where someone says, Oh, I'll pray for you. And there's kind of like a half-hearted little prayer in their head or maybe a genuine prayer, maybe a really heartfelt. And then it's like okay, I've done my work, mm-hmm. but have you really? Because I've we been des- guilty of that. Yeah, we all <laughs> have. Yeah, we all have. But really, when someone is saying, "Will you pray for me?" Aren't they saying something deeper? Aren't they saying, "Can you connect with me? Can you somehow yeah. listen to me? Yeah. I need some kind of support in some way." Should we not be saying, "What's your story? Mm. Can mm-hmm. I can I just listen? Yeah. Do you need some time? Can do you want to just talk? Yeah, you know, and is and that's much more effortful." You know, as a, it's, you know, it takes time, it takes the effort, it takes maybe some texts, some phone calls, some emails, some yeah. time that you've got to give up of your own. Yeah. But research shows that your own healing when you do that, and all of us need healing constantly in every different level, increases by a factor of 68%. When we give to others. When you give to others. So when you're praying for others, it's not just for the yeah. benefit of, of mankind. It's for the benefit of, well, it is for the, it's benefit of everything. You benefit, the other person benefits. You start putting this whole laws of love into, into I think motion. That's, um, I could be wrong on this reference, but I think it's Luke 6 or Luke 8, somewhere in there, that says give. And it will, will be, be given, given back to you. you. Whatever mm-hmm. it is that you need will give it, and it will be given back to you. Exactly. So if it's time or if it's attention or if it's caring or whatever it is that you need, give it. And that's what comes back to you, which is what you're saying, that exactly. it increases your healing by a certain percentage because you're offering it to somebody else. And it's just one of the laws of our God that he, well, exactly. he returns that to you. You know, when you're feeling in that really bad place and you feel like you want someone to pray for you but you ask and then someone says please will you pray for me or please and you think well i don't have the energy or that i need help that's the time when you really should say yes absolutely what can i do and you don't have to do much you just have to sit and listen very often very often maybe just five minutes of it of listening but that's that's part of prayer and as you're listening you can be talking to the spirit of god saying lord help me here to have discernment discernment. encouragement for this what do i want yes and to think about that person because i think so often when we're listening to other people or even when we're talking to god we're so busy thinking about what we want to say and what we need that we or what we want to say about our experience, about mm-hmm. what those person that person is telling us about their experience, that we're not yeah. tuning into their need. So it's yeah. a matter of get rid of your own need for a moment, tune into that other person one hundred percent. Let the spirit of God move through you so that you can speak that word in season. And yeah. as you give that one hundred percent, watch the watch the change inside of you. Because research shows that your brain chemistry actually changes when you do that. Mm. So you and when you pray, your brain chemistry changes. Your brain goes into the highest states of 
intellectual function when you get into that state of prayer and worship, which is in love, going into a yeah. state of love. So you is, know what I find? I've, I have found recently that I have been asking God um, what to even pray. Well, that's great. What, what, what do you want me to pray? Because, see, we always feel like, I always feel like, I've got the solution for that person. I know what to pray. You know what I mean? Or they, yes. they think they know. I want yeah. this job or this promotion or yes. we're asking God for that house. Or So they, they, they tell you basically what they want you to pray for them. And obviously his ways are not our ways. Exactly. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And mm-hmm. most of the time our prayer requests are so small. We don't, we don't realize it at the time because in our category of solutions, that's the top of the line. But he's got categories we don't even know exist. Exactly. So if and we it's just, constantly expanding. That's right. So yeah. if we just pray in our category, we're actually limiting what could be a breathtaking experience because we want this and God's got stuff we don't even know how to pray for. So I've been thinking even in regards mm-hmm. to my sons, you know, Lord, I, I've got this picture in my head of what I'd love for my yes. boys. But instead of just praying that you would do that, yes. I just want to pray a little bit that you would tell me what you would like for me to pray for my kid. Um, I'm thinking about when Jesus was with uh, Simon Peter and, um, you know, he knew that there was going to be a little tug of war going on yes. uh, spiritually with Peter. And he did not pray that he would not have the struggle. Jesus didn't pray that Simon would not have the struggle. Yes, He prayed that his faith would be strengthened. He said, I'm going to pray that your faith is strengthened. Not that you won't go through what you're about to go through. I'm but not going to pray. Get, so you'll have, the, you'll have the resilience, in other That's words, right. to get through it. He preferred to pray mm. that his resilience and faith would be strengthened more than he wouldn't have the trouble. And what we pray is, Lord, take d- it away. D- just no struggle. Just make sure my just kid make, doesn't go through struggle. I don't want to go through struggle. One big happy that's story. Right. But that's not life. But if we pray and say, Lord, actually, what are you trying to get out of this situation? For this person or for me, mm. then it probably will change all of change our requests so that we're just praying the mind of Christ for a particular person or for I or love a particular that. issue. So I love that. So actually asking God, what yeah. is it that you know? If what it, is it that you actually want here? Now, they, they, their one is more involved. That's definitely wouldn't be a pastor by prayer. You're actually tuning into that person. You you're not thinking about yourself or just you know like whipping off a prayer. You're yeah. actually tuning into the need of that person yeah. via that that connection with the Spirit of God and, right. and yeah. getting that, that, inf- that that's that's incredibly brilliant. That's Well, I, I think we will always pray for what is easy and convenient mm. and makes us comfortable because we're humans. We're flesh. Exactly. We want life to be easy, especially in the Western part of the oh, world gosh. where we're our conveniences s- are, are just so you know. accessible. Yeah. And so we, we pray anemic prayers, mm. feeble, weak prayers because we really just want a happy life. That's exactly. what we want. Um, so it, it will bring, I and think. And that's not some, going to do anything for our depth of character and personality. Yeah. It makes us quite selfish. Yeah. And you realize yeah. it when, really when you travel to other parts of the oh, world yes. and you meet people that come from other parts of the world and you see a depth of character, you yes. see a strength of faith through horrible, Absolutely. tragic circumstances. You see them still standing firm and having a peace that passes all understanding. There's a smile still on their face. They can still sleep at night despite the fact that they're going through things most of Wait, us will never. even. Yes. And you're trying to figure out how did that happen? It's because convenience was not their top priority. They would like convenience. They would like comfort. It doesn't uh, water down those things. It's Mm. just their top priority is how do I honor God? And what does God want in this situation for me and for my family? And so Mm. it kind of conforms their perspective 
on life's difficulties. Totally different yeah. angle, totally different perspective as opposed to... So I agree with you, Priscilla, because what I see so much when I go around doing what I do is people really, I mentioned some in the beginning, begging God for, you know, change my husband, change my child, change yeah. this. Meanwhile, these you, that's that's not even prayer. That's just you trying to put your impose your will. Meanwhile, we need to be looking at that, trying to looking at it from a totally different perspective, yeah. and seeing that there is that solution available. That's and we've right. got to tune in, and we've got to see the reality of mm-hmm. reality of not just trying to be happy and peaceful, but yeah. to actually realize what what is it that they're going through. Yeah. And get a different perspective. And you're so right about the, the, the whole concept of people that are coming from Africa and seeing and working for 25 years in the most poverty-stricken, traumatic environments that you can imagine. You know, you just see the champagne lifestyles and the champagne prayers, as I often call them as well, <laughs> just which is what you're describing. Yeah. Is, you know, it's, it's, we need some perspective. It's like we, we need to go through certain things to be able to realize that life's not just about our comfort. Life yeah. is about being human, about bringing heaven to earth with our minds or bringing hell to earth with our minds. Mm-hmm. We literally, by tuning into others, about being community focused and yeah. caring for others. That yeah. whole, so the perspective of prayer is really, Shifting away some from yourself to the needs of others, right? And in that way, your own needs somehow get met, yeah. don't they? I mean, yeah. it's a kind of shift of perspective, isn't it? It is. It's a completely different perspective. That was Caroline Leaf and Priscilla Shire, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under "Doctor Leaf is Prayer Scientific" with special guest Priscilla Shire. You can also find out more information about Priscilla's ministry at her website, goingbeyond.com. And you can also find out more information about Dr. Leaf at her website, drleaf.com. She's got some great practical things to help you renew your mind, different um, books and different programs, 21 Day Mind Detox, I believe it's called. So great. Got some awesome stuff out there. Go check her out. See you tomorrow. God bless.